Hey everybody, this is going to be a brief episode this week because I'm taking a little downtime. Uh, there's just a lot going on and I'm trying to figure out my schedule and what's coming up in the future with the books and the bears. So bear with me as I figure all of that out. So brief episode, just a little catch up. Where are we? What are we doing? What's in the future? Uh, well, what we're doing is we're talking about the Berenstain Bears every week, uh, each and every week, seemingly book by book. For the last six years, I know that my last episode was numerically episode number 300. If you look at your feed, it'll probably say there are far more than 300 episodes. That's because I've done some one-offs and some specials, and I used to not count the collector's episodes as numbered episodes, but then I did sometimes because I'm very inconsistent, and I'm the only person working at this place. So again... I am not a professional, don't know how to do this, but I dropped my 300th episode. I figured I needed a little break, just a little breather, a little time to sort of gather myself. Uh, we're in the middle of the beginning of the Living Lights books right now, and I'm trying to get some guests together to bring me a little more perspective into some of the religious things that I'm covering. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it all come together, but I'm working on it, and if not... I promise you'll at least get the level of research and observation that I always provide, which is a staggering amount, isn't it? Seemingly whatever I can scrape together from online sources in a couple of hours. But no, I've been enjoying doing the religious books and the Living Lights books. And because of the information that Mike has been able to send me about their origins, it's really put a lot of it in perspective. Uh, my last episode was, of course, the interview with Paul V. Allen, the author of I Can Read It All By Myself. And that also put a few things uh, sort of in a new perspective for me as well. Even though I more or less knew the story of Stan and Jan getting started with I Can Read It All By Myself, it sort of reinvigorated that timeline for me. It reminded me where this all began and where the books all began and where I all began. I mean, I began by telling that story and I've retold it so many times either uh, on the show or on stage with my one person show that I I kind of it got I kind of turned it into my own story after a while. It was you know, so it was good to read the book and refresh my memory as to what what actually happened with Stan and Jan uh, approaching Ted Geisel with the idea of them becoming authors in this series? I'm also looking to finally finish the chapter books. I have one chapter book left. I simply have to schedule that guest and record that episode, and then I'll be done with the big chapter books. But I have to admit, and I may have mentioned this already, I'm going to be terribly sad when we finish the chapter books. I feel like the chapter books have been a major part of bear lore. They completely altered my perspective on not only what the Berenstain Bears are, but the possibilities of what the Berenstain Bears can be. And I have to say that I have enjoyed all the references to the chapter books that are being made in the Living Lights series. I had no idea, just from my experience with Living Lights, that that was how Mike was having those characters live on. So we're seeing a bunch of chapter book characters turn up now, as well as being introduced to new characters, which I also hadn't realized was something that the Living Lights books were doing. So that's a nice, it's a really nice uh, thing to discover. I, I'm, again, been doing this show for six years, and I cannot believe I'm still discovering things. Uh, one of the big things, though, that I've, I don't believe I've ever actually talked about on this show, but I figure if I have, you've forgotten about it. And if I haven't, it's probably 
probably, it's definitely time to do it now, is the book, discussion of the book, The Berenstain Bears' New Neighbors. New Neighbors was a first-time book that came out in 1994, and some listeners might be wondering why I've never covered it. I clearly did all of the first-time books, and that was, uh, you know, solid more than a decade in the past of when we are, of where we are now. Where was the New Neighbors? Where did that go? Why did I just... Did I forget it? Do I not like the book? Did I feel it was the one aspect of Berenstain Bears lore that wasn't worth talking about? Uh, no, the story behind the Berenstain Bears New Neighbors is complicated and embarrassing and uh, hard to talk about, actually. But here goes. A few years back, it was several years back now, uh, quite a yeah, it was quite a few years at this point because Moon Palace Books was in a different location at the time. I did a live show of the Berenstain Bears' new neighbors. It wasn't just me either. It was March uh, 19th, 2017, so four years and some change back. I did this episode of the show, and I had three guests, uh, Brandy Brown, Susie Jewell, and Molly Hayes, and we discussed at this live show uh, the Berenstain Bears New Neighbors. It was lively, it was fun, and it was a great episode. It, uh, the, in- the, the intent of the show was to record, a, just ha- it was just have a lively discussion about the Berenstain Bears New Neighbors, a, a book about uh, a book about a new set of neighbors moving in by the bears. They are uh, coded as being of a different race, and so having guests on who could you know have a funny, fun, but but relatively informed conversation about being a good neighbor and the 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 sort of the the pitfalls that uh, people from a culture outside the dominant culture might encounter when they when they move into a new neighborhood and it, it was fun and it was funny and there were like 10 people in the audience but it was still a great audience and i forgot to hit record uh, on on my on my uh digital on my digital recorder i just i never i i forgot to hit the record button and it was and it was a nightmare when i discovered what happened as i was cleaning up after the show i realized i'd never hit record i'd never hit record and i admitted this online and was like you know what i'm going to do though i'm going to go back i'm going to interview these guests separately and then i'll edit together a show and i started doing that and i lost steam i just i couldn't do it i was so bummed at having put together this show uh, assembled the guests got them all in one place and it just my heart wasn't in it. And over the years, I have intended to go back and re-record that episode. But I figured I never would. Uh, to me, I've always referred to it as the lost episode. If you if you wanted to hear me talk about the Berenstain Bears New Neighbors, you're just going to have to get into a time machine and go back to March 19th, 2017. And then you'll know my thoughts on it. However, there's a book coming up uh, in 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 the Living Lights series. Uh, and it's called uh, The Berenstain Bears Love Their Neighbors. And while it is not a sequel to The Berenstain Bears New Neighbors, it is in the spirit of The Berenstain Bears New Neighbors. And it does acknowledge the existence of the neighbors we met in that book. And I was like, I have to talk about this book. 
But in order to talk about it, I'm going to have to talk about new neighbors. So fingers crossed, coming up in the future, in the near future, I will be covering finally the lost book, The Berenstain Bears' New Neighbors. But I want to do it right because in the years that have passed, in the four years that have passed since I did that live show, the landscape has changed. Uh, the cultural landscape has changed. Uh, in my neighborhood, the landscape has changed. And what I once could sort of vaguely talk about or talk around is now in our laps, uh, the notion of of what it means to be a good neighbor, the the question of who are our neighbors, and what happens when we don't treat our neighbors as they should be treated. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot bigger and heftier than I am currently prepared to discuss, and I want to make sure I do it right, but I have to do it before I can do love their neighbors. So to sum up, I've got the final chapter book coming up. Uh, I've got the uh, some more Living Lights books coming up, and we're going to get back into the HarperCollins 8x8 format books. Uh, I also want to get some more collector stuff out there. I just want to, I want things to be lively. And in order for things to be lively, I need to take a break. So long story short, that's why I'm taking a break. I'll be back before long. Don't worry. But, uh, but this is, this is where I'm currently going. Uh, if you have any suggestions or questions, uh, drop me a line. Uh, you can go to, uh, BerensteinBearcast.org and leave a question or a comment on my uh, on 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 the blog where the where these episodes are posted, just go to BerenstainBearcast.org. There are people who do that, and if I haven't responded to those people, just know that I have read your comments and I take them to heart. Uh, people post funny things or questioning things, uh, or you can go to Berenstain Bearcast at, uh, at Twitter and to talk to me there, or even write to me, BerenstainBearcast at gmail.com. And nobody does that, but if you want to, I'm there. Go to our website, Deep in Bear Country on Facebook, and I'm there as well. If you get to Missing My Voice and you haven't heard the other podcasts, you can listen to my episodes uh, that I do with Christy Admiral, uh, Pizza Toast, uh, Babysitter's Club podcast, but we just covered the movies uh, Harriet the Spy, and Matilda, because we were trying to cover like some sort of contemporaneous films that that deal with young girls uh, of around that age. So if you want to hear me talk about those movies, it's over there. You can go over and visit uh, Del Toro Time. It's Del Toro Time, the podcast I do with Willow, my older daughter, which is about uh, the movies that inspired the career of Guillermo del Toro. So, uh, you know, we just did uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie. So if you want to hear us talk about a a gruesome zombie movie instead of, you know, just hearing me talk about these bears all the time. You go over there. We cover, we're cover. we covering some movies. We've got the Alien Saga coming up, uh, a lot of grisly horror coming up, but also some some light family fare. Gamma del Toro wasn't just influenced by horror. Uh, so I'm, I'm around if you're missing the bears. I may post one or two classic episodes just to, you know, if you're if you're if you're hungry for that bear content. Uh, but otherwise, I will be back. This isn't me. This isn't going to be a long goodbye. This is just, a, you know, a couple, maybe a couple of weeks to catch my breath and just not stress out during the day and uh, and do some scheduling. Uh, but I'll be back. Uh, I love every single one of you equally. Uh, as much as I love anyone I know personally, just know that uh, when you look in the mirror, uh, say to yourself, if nothing else, 
at least Phil loves me as much as he loves anyone else in his life. And uh, say that's your mantra, that's your new mantra. Say that every morning when you wake up and your partner will be like, what are you talking about? And you can be like, you wouldn't understand because you don't listen to the same podcast I listen to. You just wouldn't understand. And I will see you all next time deep in bear country.